0: so i'm the newer guy um i think that's why they gave me this subject you know love and marriage so thank you brother johnny and ben um, it's easier for the newer guy to talk about a subject like this as you know we are um, trying to study the book of pro- proverbs i will try my best in english um, and. Um, I've, this is our second uh, spring here, so maybe I have some allergies. Do you have allergies? Not yet. So I I already started, I don't know, it's like snowing almost. And I have some allergies and uh, I'm happy that you don't have allergies from hopefully sound sound teaching, right? You are here tonight, so praise god <clears throat> i'm happy to be here with you hopefully our uh, experience in marriage steve is here with me um, of 12 years um, is gonna help you um, i try to use only uh, the book of proverbs um, so to try to study just from the book of proverbs for tonight um, of course i'm not go- i'm not going to be able to solve the Issue of love, love and marriage, right? But um, we will try, right, to 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 see what God has to to let to to let us know. Um, just let me know when I can. It's on. It's fine. If you have your Bibles, can you open them, please, at? Uh, Proverbs chapter three. I'm using English standard version. Proverbs chapter three, verse three and four. Um, But before that, can you go back one slide, please? I think that's okay. Can you see that? Oh, it's a bit. So, Channing, he was watching her, right? And. uh, what what she is she saying there? I like you a lot, but I like you a lot, but but what? You can see better than you know. I like you a lot, but but what? I saw that you were looking for the book of Proverbs in the New Testament. <laughs> so. When we talk about love and marriage and the Book of Proverbs, make sure that uh, whosoever is behind you, you know, uh, or close to you, sees, sees you that sees that you are knowledgeable in, uh, in this. But uh, what is helping us today? It's the you version, right? Bible app. It's very easy to to find the Book of Proverbs. So let's read verse three and four from uh, chapter three let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you bind them around your neck write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good success in the sight of god and men. as brother johnny said uh, some time ago in our first meeting at reverend knights uh, from the book of proverbs the book of Proverbs is not just a book of tips and trips um, or tips and tricks, right? The book of Proverbs is the actual wisdom of God, written for all of us. And uh, we can see in the book of Proverbs that the wisdom of God. In verse one, to and verse tw- uh, in, in chapter one, verse twenty. Uh, Christ this wisdom of God cries aloud the street. The wisdom of God is crying, it's yelling uh, uh, at the corners of the street in the markets. She raises her voice. She is yelling, she is crying for us. She is like, Hey, hello, who are you? What's your name? Do you have time to listen to me? She lets us know in chapter 2, verse 1 and 2 that if you receive my, my words, Making your ear, making your ear attentive to wisdom. So that's what you need to do. You need to make your ear attentive to wisdom. And inclining your heart to understanding. Then you will, verse 5 in chapter 2. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge of God. Before we are talking about love and marriage we're talking about training our training your ear to be able to listen why is this important when we talk about love and marriage training your your ear to be able to listen why because this affects your mind affects your mind and affects your heart which influences your decisions so the wisdom of God to the book of Proverbs is yelling, is crying, is screaming, whatever is like for some of us, she needs to scream, you know, right? She needs to yell. She, she sounds desperate. For some of us. And she's trying to catch our attention so we will be able to listen because there is so much knowledge that God wants to share with us. There is so much power that God wants to to allow us to have and to to walk in power and to walk with him. And she's yelling and she's crying for us to to hear. And she says, listen, uh, uh, make your ear attentive and your heart, and incline your heart to understand, to understand what I'm about to say. Because when we talk about marriage, love, it's so important to be able to listen. It's all be able to listen intentionally. In our relationships with my, our fathers, our parents, our mothers, I mean, I'm, my father's birthday was today uh, and, I, I, and I had to call him, he's not here with me, but you have your parents, m- maybe all of you have your parents here with you, that's a blessing for you. In your relationship with them, you know, if something is not working out, you will have to listen. That's, that's the first thing that we have to do. And in our society today, we don't listen to, uh, to each other anymore. I mean, like I'm texting, you know, like Stevie. maybe she's doing something on her phone and like we are talking and what you said, I said that and then I told you. But we do the same thing with our friends, correct? It's like, okay, I'm texting, I'm doing that. And then we thought that we listened and the other person said something else. So in our society, in our day, so today, it's even harder for the society or we make it harder to be To listen you know like and this is the most important thing when we talk about love relationships marriage being intentional in our relationships and being able to listen open opening our ears to be able to listen to the other you know like i'm not going to to go too much in this right now but uh, (coughs) when i was younger younger uh, i used to play in the orchestra like many like many of you and and I used to play the violin, imagine. Uh, We had to tune our instruments to be able to play well. If not, you could end up faking it. Did you ever fake, uh, who's playing the violin? Did you ever fake like, okay, good. So it happens. I don't know how it's with the trumpet. How is with the trumpet, can you do that? Okay, so you can fake that, right? So, uh, you know, like in the beginning, it was like hard. Everybody was like, uh, you know, like way, uh, they had more knowledge than me and sometimes we, you had to fake it, right? I mean, I was not, not the only one and you know you know what I'm talking about. So, we had to tune our instruments to be able to play well. If not, you could end up faking it or messing up the entire teamwork, right? That was like a teamwork. When you play in an orchestra, that's like a teamwork. And it's the same, the same happens... In a relationship it's a teamwork right and it's very important to understand today that we have to tune before we talk about love and marriage we have to we must tune our hearts to the will of God to this wisdom that it, it's it's in the book of proverbs and that's why we are trying to study the book of proverbs i only try to, to go with the book of proverbs when we in in this subject love and marriage it's so important to tune our hearts to the will of God. Why? Proverbs 4:23 says Proverbs 4:23 This is a very known verse but keep your heart with all vigilance from for from it flow the springs of life. When we talk about marriage, when we talk about relationships, when we talk about love, It's so important to be able to listen, and that's why we have the book of Proverbs. To be able to listen is not just tricks and trips and some uh, Proverbs, you know, like some old guy wrote it some time ago, you know, and he knew something about relationships, and that's it. It's the actual wisdom of God that is calling us today, and we have to pay attention, we have to tune our hearts. You cannot enter a relationship, you cannot go into a relationship, when your heart is not tuned to the will of God, when your heart is not tuned to the voice of God, and that's why I think we have the Book of Proverbs to be able to understand this: what's the will of God? And I'm, I'm kind of so Proverbs four twenty three. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. It's so important. It's like the, the wisdom of God is. It's yelling, and, and she's talking to us, and she's saying, like, keep your heart. You have, you have one heart. You don't have more. I mean, like, I never heard people with... I heard, I heard about people that have the heart on the other side, you know, but not with two, right? Or, Okay, so you have just one heart. You need to keep that heart. Keep it with all vigilance, whatever you have. Keep it with all vigilance. While we pay attention to the voice of the heart, and many of us, we do that, and we end up in not the proper relationship, because we only pay attention to the voice of the heart. You know, it's calling, it's calling, it's like, it's time to have a relationship. We must tune it to the voice of God. We must tune it to the voice of God. And let me tell you, you have two options. You have two options, I can do it from here. <coughs> if we don't listen, in Proverbs five twelve says, One guy says there, how I hated discipline, and my heart despised reproof. I did not listen to the voice of my teachers, parents, friends, sometimes even your friends can give you a good advice. Um, I did not listen to the voice of my teachers on incline my ear to my instructors, I did not. And this guy, this person, it's full of regrets. So you have these two choices, you have these two options you can end up in regrets because you did not listen to the voice of your parents, your pastors, your friends in to the uh, daily devotion that you read that day. Hopefully, right, right, we are still reading, praying. Uh, And the Holy Spirit was like, don't go to that, you know, don't go out with that person, don't go, he's not for you. And you're like, no, it's for me. And, you know, and then you end up like this guy, full of regrets, I did not listen. So this is the first option, and we all, we all have it. And you can take it. I mean, but we'll, it will end up in regret, in regrets. There is no other, right? So if you take the option of not listening to the voice of God, not tuning your heart to the will of God, you will end up in regret. There is no, there is no other choice. It's very easy, but at the same time, hard. hard. Then you can have... Do you remember at what time I started? Um, <laughs> and then you have the other option, and I hopefully all of us we will choose that, right, in our daily lives. Um, the other options, the other option, it's in Proverbs three four, and it says when we listen to the voice of God, when we choose to listen to the will of God we find favor and good success in the sight of God, God and man. When we choose to listen and we tune our hearts to the will of God, to his voice, through the book of Proverbs and these advices that we receive and are so actual even in our days, right? It's the word of God. We find favor and good success. And to have a A healthy relationship, in our days, it's a good success. It's a favor from the Lord that we will see. Whoever finds a good wife, he finds a favor from the Lord. It's a favor. It's a favor because you you chose to listen to the will of God. You chose to listen to his voice. So there are these two options. We either end up in regret or we end up having favor and having good success in all the ways of our lives. That's why it's so important to listen. That's why it's so important to be able to listen to your parents, to your pastors, to your friends, to your, whoever has a good intention. And you know it, whoever has a good intention, and to the voice of God. You need to do that intentionally. And our generation, even my, in my generation, we, we, you know, we stop doing that and more and more and more. We, we, don't, we don't have intentional relationships. It's like we have relationships, but not intentional. I really want to listen to you. I really want to know what you are saying. And you know, like one guy comes to you and says, Ley, I want to go out with you. And he's like saying something else and whatever. And you're like, yes. But he says something else, you know, and you did not listen. And It's so important to listen. I really want you to, and us, to pay attention to this. We don't do it. And we have to do it. And the, the, the word of God is telling to us, hey, and, sh- and, the wis- and wisdom says, cries aloud in the street. It's so important, it's so important because if not, you will end up in regret, and it's going to be your regret. Of course, you will affect your family, we, will affect, we are affecting our friends and our environment, but it's gonna be your regret. Nobody's gonna really care about you, maybe your family and some close relatives, but that's it. That's the reality. So training our ear to be able to listen is the foundation on So training our ear to be able to listen is the foundation of love and marriage. Training our ear to be able to listen is the foundation of love and marriage. It's the foundation of any type of relationships that we have. Being able to listen. It is an ability that will help us in life, and this needs to be intentional. I said that, this needs to be intentional. Be intentional in your relationships. Be, be intentional. Try to care when you talk with someone, like, and try to understand what he really says. Are you okay? Oh yes, yes I'm okay, but he is not. Then pray for him, you know, like, Say something nice, say something good, you know, like don't leave that to where it is. Just pray for that person or, you know, like try to be more intentional. And when we talk about love and marriage, this is extremely important. How do I listen to my friends, my parents, my pastor? But as I said, to God, how do I listen? Is it intentional? Do I have an intentional relationship with the wisdom of God? Do I have an intentional relationship with God? Do I really care what he wants to tell me that day? Do I really have a personal relationship with him? Do I really care or I'm just like, you know, like, check, check. Five minutes today I prayed, five minutes, check. And that's it. Life goes on. In order to show love and faithfulness, which our main passage talks about right talks about um, steadfast love or kindness and faithfulness and in order to show this to show them we need to we need first to be able to listen and uh, I try to to to, to select to select some red flags possible red flags when we really listen we can see we can observe we can hear some possible red flags and when we talk about love and when we talk about dating if you don't pay attention to red flags you will end up you will end up with them holding them like there they are there and I really want to end. I think that these are, I mean, there are more, but one that I think that it's uh, extremely important, and the book of Proverbs talk about talk, talks about this. It's potential versus character. Potential versus character. Do you know that today we pay so much attention to the to the potential that a person has, and we are like, oh, he's looking so good. He's a surfer. You know, he's gonna be. It's going to be, say something there. I mean, what, I don't know. what. Okay, you know, whatever you are looking. Look at that guy. He made a fortune selling cryptos. <laughs> today after, because of his poor. Look at her. She, lo- she looks like a princess. She will become a top analyst. And I can see her working for a 500 fortune company. Wow, she has so much potential, he has so much potential, we all have potential, we were created in the image of God and because of this we all have potential. We receive talents from God, we receive uh, uh, gifts from God, right? And we are still receiving as we grow and as we mature in, in our relationship with him. But today we pay more attention to, to potential, to the potential of someone, and we all have potential. Of course, we will say, some they have more, and others less, or whatever. And let me tell you this, unfortunately, <coughs> I've seen many guys, and many girls, and or many people around us. And unfortunately, it happens. People that fulfill their potential, and we say, oh, he was whatever, I'm not going to go into details. But he was an amazing guy, or an amazing person, an amazing woman, that she fulfilled her potential. She reached the top of her whatever she's doing. There is no one like her. There is no one like him. Top of the line. She fulfilled her potential. But when you look at her, his character, God have mercy. But she, he, lacks what? It's what you do when nobody sees you. That's character. In the easiest way of saying it without going to definitions and whatever. It's what you do when nobody sees you. And many people, they fulfill their potential. When nobody saw them, God have mercy, whatever. And then we find out. And we pray and whatever we do, but, it's you know, the result is there. Unfortunately, we hear about people, yeah, that fulfill their potential, but they really lack character, and even the so-called Christians. And I'm not judging or going into details, but this is the reality. We pay too much attention to the potential that someone has, and we don't pay attention to the character. And we observe that character only here, like when we go out, when we try to see friends. You observe the character, mainly you observe the character you know, with friends and with having relationships. You cannot observe the character when somebody is alone. The author Henry Cloud, on character, said, we can be brilliant, for example, but if we lack perseverance and courage, then we will never build a business or a career. We can be talented, but if we are not trustworthy, People will not invest with us, promote us, or want to be married for us, uh, to us, at least for a long time. We might have the best business idea in the world or, or find the best mate in the world. But if we cannot confront problems and issues when they arise, our businesses and marriages will fail that's why character is so important we have to confront ourselves daily and we can do this by listening to the wisdom of god amen when we check the mirror you know this is the perfect mirror we we see ourselves in the word of god god what do i have to change god i cannot do this i need your help That's why we have to change our character. That's why you will have to marry and you will have to enter in a relationship with a person that has character because potential, everybody has potential. And we can reach that together, you know, as a couple. You can reach that together as a couple. And as we can see, a a, a marriage actually and, and a couple can reach out many things together, more things that maybe one person could have done by itself. That's one of the role of the marriage. We can observe someone's character around friends and family, and we can discover it in the word of God. Proverbs 2.9 says, then if you listen, you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path, Proverbs two nine. You will understand righteousness when you listen. Okay, so this is the first flag. When we pay attention, more to the potential and less to the character. Check that person with which you want to have a relation. Uh, he's a person of character or he's, you just look at his potential or her potential. Then the second major red flag that I checked in the book of Proverbs and has a lot of uh, points there. But just for the sake of reminding them, for all of us, values. Values. Values are, what does she or he love? In the easiest way possible, what does she or he love? What are his or her values? And I said, of course, God, Proverbs 3.9, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Does he value God? And Brother Johnny talked about this last time. How we honor God with our uh, wealth correct does he or she honor God if not I mean try to have that relationship see how it works family is not necessarily in the proper order uh, just some stuff that I saw that uh, it's can help us you know family does she or he values family Proverbs eleven twenty nine, whoever troubles his own household will inherit the what? The wind, nothing. I mean, if he or she is creating problems all day in the family and whatever, and you know it, and she, and she, she or he, you know, is, um, is doing that all the time, all the time on purpose. And actually, I have one here, a troublemaker. Proverbs 21, 23, whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of the out of trouble i mean if you see that that person with with which you want to go out is a troublemaker he doesn't love his family i mean what in the world are you doing like what do you think that he's gonna appreciate your family It's like yeah um, so values what does he or she value you know like is it god is it family or not or is, is he a person that uh, really likes to help people? Helping, Proverbs eleven twenty four. Does he like to help other people, others, others around him? One gives freely, yet grows all the richer, and another withholds what he should give. And only suffers want. I mean, I think that this verse, it says it all, right? Helping. Does he really help people around or not? Or he's uh, stingy? Yeah. All day long. I mean, you have to be, and we saw last time how you have to manage your money. But at the same time, if it's like not helping anyone, never. he's going to do the same. I mean, we can pray, but you know, work. Proverbs twenty-two, twenty-nine. Does he value work? And I'm not talking about you know in in our gener in your generation even more than in my generation. You know, like I was like in between a generation. Like they before me, they value hard work, and you know, you need to break your bones and whatever. And we are like we that's that's you know, but as we passing, you know, like, I'm in between, I think in there, like, I did not want to do that, but I wanted something else, and maybe your generation even more, you know, you will do something else, you will work something else, you have different jobs, that's not the point here, the point is if you want to work, if you want to sustain yourself, if you want to do something for the society, for the benefit of the society, if you want to help people around you, right, that's the point, I'm not talking about types of uh, jobs necessary here, of course, that are bringing glory to God. Uh, do you see a man skillful in his work? Is he like a skillful person in his area? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. That's another thing that you have to pay attention to. Like, what are his values? Does he value work? And I ended up on the, on values, I think, with the, with the last one. Um, yeah, I said work, and then, and you can see the, uh, the the proverb there, and I ended up with this one: Does he really have self control? Proverbs twenty one seventeen. Whoever loves pleasure will be a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not be rich. You know, party all day long. You will end up amazing. Uh, self control, you know, is he/she she a person of self control? Can she act in public? You know, like you know, I I've maybe uh, I was not prepared to say this, but. Uh, I I know persons that, you know, like di- di- uh, divorced and they were like, I knew that I saw some red flags and she was like, or he was like uh, doing that and I didn't like that. And she was like, she could not control herself in public. And I said, like, what in the world? I mean, if you saw that, I mean, it, you did not like it. I mean, what can we do now? Like, of course, that's another subject for another night. But you saw that. I mean, what do you want now? Like... That's why it's so important to pay attention to values. They are important. That's why wisdom is crying and it's yelling. Pay attention because you will be successful or not and that's that's you, that's on your own. Do I still have time? Good. I want to say everything that I... It's more, but as I said, I, I try to, I mean, yeah, 31 chapter, right? Th- uh, 31 chapters, so it's a, like a lot. But I try to comprise, of course, there is more. So we talked about the difference uh, what we see bet- uh, between potential and character, and then resolve values. Some red flags that you have to pay attention to. Of course, potential it's important, and that's your own choice. You know, God gave us freedom to understand and to see if you want someone with more potential then so be it, or whatever, if you consider that. But Pay attention to character uh, then what are his or her values what does she love or he loves right and we saw only some I mean the list is it's a long list but I I think these are like important then the third major um, red flag that we have to pay attention to of course and uh, as I said there are many dating from a point of loneliness Dating from a point of loneliness, Proverbs 21, 27, 10. Better is a neighbor who is near than a brother who is far away. Why? Because we don't like to be lonely. Right? I mean, you can have a brother far away. He's your brother. You call him, whatever. But you still want to talk with someone. I mean, now we are using uh, social media. But still, you want to talk with someone. You, you want to relate to someone. You want to share, right? You want to talk. But many of us, we do this mistake, dating from a point of loneliness. What does this mean? In early 2019, a newspaper, I'm not, it's not a commercial for this newspaper, but they did it, New York Post reported on a study revealing just that. One in four people do not feel they have someone to confide in, one in four people you know, these were brave to, to say it, uh, one in four. Um, according to the new research, even after sharing their feelings, seven in 10, so seven in 10, have held back how they really felt from a, a coworker, friend, or a partner. People feel lonely. And many times, you know, like we see our entourage, our friends, And they all have friends and they are all dating and maybe it's that time when you want to see someone, you want to date someone, everybody's like doing that. But this is a dangerous, dangerous thing, you know. Dating from a point of loneliness, dating someone just because you feel lonely. Talk to Siri, you know. (coughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, do not get into a relationship just because you feel lonely or because all your friends are dating someone. You first must must solve the issue of loneliness with God. As he can supply all your needs. I mean, if we don't believe that, he can supply all our needs. Maybe it's a season when we feel lonely, maybe it's a season when you feel lonely. He can supply all your needs. Talk to Him, you know, like, uh, that means that you need more of God. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He can also provide you with healthy Christian friends. If you feel lonely, pray for some friends. I mean, I mean, it's good that you, you are a bunch here. You can, you know, as you wish to become one. I really wanted to mention that, as you wish to become one, right? A good friend. So maybe someone needs you as a good friend. Getting into a relationship for the sake of not being lonely does not change the fact. Because it means that there is something there. We have not solved that issue. We have not solved that loneliness and that that's only that only God can do that. And um, and many people that do not solve this issue will end up married and feeling lonely. <clears throat> Is it possible to, to get married and feel lonely? We are human beings. And that, that can happen. But if you do it, if you get married because you felt lonely, God forbid. If you enter into a relationship just because everybody does that, but you are lonely and you don't want to be lonely... That's not good. And uh, that doesn't, doesn't end up good. You will still feel lonely in your marriage because you never f- solve that issue. Of course, there are, there are seasons in life, that, and that's a different subject. But, you know, that feeling of being lonely, like forever, that means that you, your heart, your soul is reaching for God and needs more of God not a person, a limited person, that cannot solve your issues. Also, and I will end up at this point, also, don't ruin the friendship out of loneliness. You have a good friend, a good girlfriend, but you end up being boyfriends and girlfriends just because you both felt lonely. You know, like we will, we will still see each other. You will still see each other in the future in the house of God, amen. And even more important, in in we want to see each other uh, in heavens. And then another uh, another red flag, the fourth one, then the last red flag. Freedom without responsibility, freedom without responsibility, and I said here uh, in order uh, a verse, uh, Proverbs six twenty seven. Can a man carry fire next to his chest and his clothes not be burned? Proverbs. Okay. Proverbs six twenty seven. can a Mary carry fire next to his chest and his clothes not be burned? Is it possible, yes or not? Depends of what, some will say depends on what uh, type of shield he has. And if he's a fire marshal. <laughs> Listen to this. Dating has boundaries, right? Okay, good. In our context, uh, in our context, Proverbs 6, that means you cannot date a married person. You cannot married, You cannot date a married person, and that's in Proverbs six. That's the context. It's not even in, in a different context. Imagine how far, how many, uh, how deep is the wisdom of God? You know, like, it reaches every type of people. Um, Okay, so in our context, that proverb 6, that means that you cannot date a married person or you cannot date someone else if you are married. I mean, I try to, you know, you cannot (laughs) date someone else if you are married. There are persons like that. Without being rude, if you have to set boundaries with a Christian person, something is not right. I mean, you have to set them, but if you have to set them daily and, you know, like, let's have some boundaries, 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 and you all talk, you all, every day you talk about boundaries and, okay, like, he's pushing her or she's pushing the boundaries. You know, it's like in that, I don't know, how do you call that uh, uh, game when there is a team pushing the rope? Okay, okay, so, you know, it's like, let's push the boundaries. Who's winning? As Christians, we are responsible for the way we... Um, okay, so as I said, get out uh, uh, that relationship before it's too late. It's, get out of that relationship before it's too late. If you are in a relationship where you push your boundaries daily, weekly, whatever, it's not okay. Because you cannot get close to a fire without burning yourself. In dating someone, there is no such thing as freedom without responsibility. As Christians, we are responsible for the way we treat one another when we decide to date. That person does not belong to you. Even when, after you get married, that person doesn't belong to you, belongs to God. Many, maybe in papers, you know, like, it belongs to you. or you belong to her. And of course, it's another subject, but as an idea, you still belong to God, right? After we observe some possible red flags that um, we must pay attention to when we decide to date someone, I want to talk just in short words about two ingredients or one ingredient from our main passage about marriage. Do I still have five minutes? Good. Proverbs three verse three. That was the main passage. Proverbs three verse three. Let not steadfast love or kindness in other translations and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Steadfast love and faithfulness. Those things, these things have to be written on the tablet of your heart then you will and we already talked about then you will find success and favor in the sight of god amen steadfast love kindness it's the kindness of god that he loves us even when we don't deserve and faithfulness and like the rest of the bible proverbs the book of proverbs considers families the heart of society You can read the entire Proverbs, the Book of Proverbs, and we will see that family is the is the core, is the heart of the society. And Proverbs talks about marriage as a covenant, marriage as a covenant. And I don't want to talk enter too much. I think that the red flags are more helpful now. Uh, But going to marriage after you paid attention to these red flags we you have to understand when we have to remind ourselves even after we get married it's not just before we get even after that marriage is a covenant with whom you are getting married is the second most important decision in your life if you are getting married so with whom you are getting married is the second most important decision in your life. It's a choice. What is the first decision, the most, imp- the most important decision in your life? You can say it in English. Understand? Surrender yourself to God, right? That's the first and the main. If you did not do that and try to enter into a relationship... Uh, and I'm not going to talk too much. Of course, there are people outside of uh, church that have good relationship and marriages and so on and so forth. But not, that's not the point. We are, that's another subject. The point is that we as Christians, we, pre- we are preparing ourselves for eternity, not for this world. And that's it. And that's the major uh, difference. So, ingredients. In order to have suc- a successful marriage, we have to take this in consideration. Proverbs 3.3, 3. faithfulness, which goes along with steadfast love, kindness, and Proverbs 20, verse 6. It's There. Many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find you have to have this in mind after you saw the red flags after you saw that uh, the wisdom of god is calling you and it's uh, it's crying for you to to pay attention and you are ready to 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 marry right you have to have this in mind of course it's a it's a large topic we can stay here forever and uh, but i just really wanted to take this from the book of proverbs marriage as a covenant as being faithful to one another, as being faithful uh, uh, persons, uh, being a faithful couple. Who can find that person? That's like an amazing, that's why we pay attention to the red flags, that's why we pay attention to the voice of God, to the wisdom of God, because that helps us to become faithful persons. When we, when we, we listen to the wisdom of God, then we we take that and we uh, print that in in the in, in our hearts, and we print that in our uh, mind, and we we hear it daily. And then this is how we become a faithful person because we 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 stay with God and we were listening to Him. We were listening to Him. Proverbs two seventeen. There there was a woman there, and of course there are men as well. But the, uh, Proverbs two seventeen talks about a woman that forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets what? The covenant of God. Forsakes the companion of her youth and forsakes the covenant of God. Marriage is a covenant between you and someone else. Uh, opposite, opposite gender, right? Um, uh, but more than that, it's the covenant between you and God. Life is a process. Marriage is a process, and Proverbs 27:17 says, "Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another." And during this process you will learn, you are not perfect, you will work together, but it's better to enter prepared in a marriage and work together. And do things together and uh, be able to forgive each other to work together for that purpose. God designed marriage as a way for two distinct people to come together and create something bigger and better than either one could achieve individually. Bigger and better than that either one could achieve individually. Faithfulness means being able, to, being able to be trusted in all aspects of the relationship. Being able to be trusted in all aspects of the relationship. And I will read some points. The faithful couple will trust each other, trust each other, have confidence in each other that comes from that Faithfulness, everything that I'm talking about comes from faithfulness. So they trust each other, have confidence in each other, is not on my, I don't think that is on my, yeah, I said it's a process, yeah. Have confidence in each other, be assured of each other's character and dependability. So be assured of each other's character and dependability. Be convicted, convicted of your ability to trust each other. Be convicted of your ability to trust each other. Be certain of each other's fidelity. Be certain of each other's fidelity. Be honest with each other, and you can do that when you listen. We are going back to the beginning. Be certain of one another. Be certain of one another. Be permanent. There, be there. To each other. And rest in each each other. And I said for further reading, of course, we are in the book of Proverbs. For ladies, a comparison between chapter 7 and an amazing passage of the scripture, Proverbs 31, 10, 31. For ladies... Comparison between chapter 7 and read chapter 31. And for guys, chapter 2. And the rest of the Proverbs, of course. (laughs) Um, Love and marriage, it's about listening and being able to listen. Paying attention to red flags before it's too late. Do it now. Pray Don't fool yourself. As I said in the beginning, you will be the one who regrets. And you have these two choices. You will either regret or you will be successful in all the ways of your life. And uh, I'm praying for you. And uh, I hope that this this time with the Lord is going to help us more. Amen.
1: okay so johnny and i were just kind of like you got it no you got it i guess i lost (laughs) but um awesome message right very uh, there were a lot of application points right i hope you guys took notes if not i don't know if you guys noticed but we do have spotify now a prc young adults account on spotify and then we also have a youtube account So if you guys want to go back and recap it, it's right there. Um, So do you guys want to stand up? And then we can say a quick prayer. And then uh, we can go and play some board games. And I'll pray for the food as well. So Heavenly Father, I come before you, Lord. And I want to thank you for um, this evening. I want to thank you, Lord, for the message that you have uh, given us through our brother, Colleen. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you may... Uh, Give us the strength to put into practice the things that you have taught us. Um, Lord, I pray for the food. I pray, Lord, for the people who prepared it, and and I thank you, Lord, for everything. I pray, Lord, that we may continue to have fellowship together and that we may continue to grow grow together. Um, In Jesus' name I pray, amen. amen. Cool. So, you guys, board games.